Welcome to Furniture Industry News for Friday, February 2nd, 2024 from FurniturePodcast.com, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover the drop in ocean container rates, the growth in residential furniture orders, the challenges of providing excellent delivery experiences, the strategies showcased at the Las Vegas market, the predictions of slower consumer spending, the discussions on how AI can enhance businesses, the importance of brand and culture in customer interactions, the decline in home market sales, and the impressive Q4 net sales and expected growth of Amazon. Spot ocean container rates had a welcome drop this week, putting a halt to eight weeks of constant increases. According to container price analyst Drury, rates fell by 4%, now averaging at $3,824 per 40-foot container. Even with this dip, rates are still significantly high, a staggering 88% higher than the same period last year, and a remarkable 169% higher compared to the pre-pandemic average in 2019 at $1,420. Although not all routes experienced declines, as rates from Shanghai to European destinations like Genoa in Italy and Rotterdam in the Netherlands dropped. However, rates to the U.S. either remained steady or increased. Rates from Shanghai to Los Angeles rose by 2% to $4,421, doubling from what was observed a month ago. On the other hand, Rates from Shanghai to New York hovered around last week's average of $6,143. Drury anticipates rates to stabilize during February as China prepares for the Lunar New Year by slowing down factory operations. During a recent webinar, Drury emphasized that the ongoing Red Sea turmoil would not have a significant impact on container shippers in the future. The container market is currently oversupplied due to the ordering rush caused by the pandemic, offering some resilience to disruptions. Although disruptions are expected to persist throughout the first half of the year, Drury believes that the effects will taper off over time. Simon Heaney, Drury's senior manager of container research, acknowledged that repositioning ships takes time, and as a result, the initial stage will be the most challenging. However, once carriers begin including Red Sea diversions in their long-term planning, the situation is anticipated to improve. Heaney also reassured observers that while rates in affected trades will remain elevated during the crisis, they will not rise to levels that would trigger inflation. The current demand for products is considerably lower than during the pandemic, making any comparisons inappropriate. According to accounting firm Smith Leonard's monthly survey in Furniture Insights, Residential furniture orders for November saw a 26% increase in dollar value compared to last year. This marks the seventh consecutive month with double-digit percentage increases over 2022. Two-thirds of the surveyed furniture manufacturers and retailers reported an uptick in orders for the month. While new orders have been rising, caution is advised when interpreting these results. As Smith-Leonard has been emphasizing for most of the past year, annual trends are still affected by companies shipping from their historically high backlogs. November 2023 backlogs increased by a modest 3% from October, but were down 35% compared to November 2022. Receivable levels saw a slight increase of 5% from October, possibly due to timing, but were down 13% from November 2022, aligning with the year-to-date decline in shipments. 
inventories and employee levels remain in line with October 2023 figures and have decreased compared to November 2022, indicating that companies have adjusted their levels to match current operations. Looking ahead to 2024, general economic indicators and monthly statistics continue to provide mixed results and expectations. Overall, consumer confidence is trending positively, but housing remains stagnant. Factors such as inflation, supply chain issues, stock market performance, and employment data are either favorable or manageable. However, international and election concerns need to be considered as well. The Furniture Insights Survey, previously authored by Ken Smith for 30 years, is now led by Mark Lafiere after Smith's retirement. Lafiere expressed his gratitude to Ken Smith for his dedication to the industry and highlighted the importance of controlling what can be controlled, embracing change and opportunities, investing in relationships, and operating more efficiently throughout organizations. Customers today expect fast and effortless delivery experiences, even for big and bulky purchases. However, many retailers struggle to meet these expectations due to outdated technology. Research has shown that the delivery process, particularly the final mile logistics, greatly impacts customer satisfaction and repurchase likelihood. Delivery experiences play a crucial role in building trust and loyalty towards a brand. The shopping experience doesn't end with the purchase. It's just the beginning. What happens next is critical in shaping customer sentiment and whether they will recommend or purchase from the company again. While in-store and curbside pickups have stabilized, home delivery remains extremely popular. Companies must ensure that they meet customer expectations for shipping times, transparency, and white glove delivery, or risk customer dissatisfaction. To understand the impact of delivery experiences on customer satisfaction and brand sentiment, my team at Deliverite analyzed nearly 500 reviews from four major furniture retailers. We found that one in every five reviews mentioned a negative delivery experience, with complaints ranging from long delays to damaged or missing orders. To further investigate, we created the Delivery Misery Index, which measures the percentage of orders with negative delivery experiences for each retailer. Our research revealed a strong correlation between retailer star ratings on Trustpilot and their Delivery Misery Index. The retailer with the highest star rating had the lowest Delivery Misery Index, while the lowest rated retailer had the highest index. So what does this tell us about furniture delivery and how can retailers improve? Transparency and visibility are crucial first steps. Customers want to know when and how their orders will arrive, with 83% desiring proof of delivery, 80% wanting easy-to-use tracking, and 68% preferring flexible delivery times. However, manual processes and outdated systems hinder big and bulky retailers from fulfilling these expectations. Operational improvements are also necessary. Many popular retailers in this industry still rely on outdated methods like Google Maps and pen and paper for route planning. Implementing modern logistics and delivery technology is essential for remaining competitive, increasing efficiency, and meeting customer expectations. Customers also desire control over delivery timing, whether it's for an Amazon order or a sofa. Self-service tools like dynamic scheduling can enhance efficiency and improve the customer experience, enabling them to choose delivery times during checkout instead of waiting for days or weeks. To streamline operations and delivery processes, many retailers are integrating technology solutions with major e-commerce platforms. 
These integrations offer real-time order updates and dedicated customer success teams, ensuring customers feel supported throughout the process. As the big and bulky industry adopts logistics technology and improves delivery networks, we anticipate significant improvements in customer satisfaction. In the meantime, we will monitor the Delivery Misery Index to identify common factors among positively rated retailers and delivery experiences. It's likely that technology will play a pivotal role in their success. So I was checking out what went down at the Las Vegas market. And let me tell you, these companies are really trying to shake things up in the retail world. They're facing a bit of a slowdown, but they're not sitting back and sulking. Nope. They're taking action and finding ways to drive traffic and boost sales. One company that caught my eye was Four Hands. They've been getting some serious positive feedback thanks to their new showroom and all the fresh, exciting products they've unveiled. And it seems like customers are in the mood to buy, craving that newness and all. But get this, it's not just about the showroom and the products on display. Four Hands has been busy expanding its warehouse space and revamping its web platform. They're all about creating a positive customer experience, and it's paying off. Then there's Horizon Home, who's been expanding their product range to attract younger consumers and upscale customers. They even showed off a complete kitchen, complete with all the bells and whistles. Talk about catering to the design and hospitality trade. Best Home Furnishings is all about that special order business. Apparently, it makes up about half of their sales. So at the Las Vegas market, they showcased a variety of options to keep that special order business booming, and they're feeling pretty good about the future, too, based on the response they got at the market. Steve Silver Company was all about efficiency. They showed off a bunch of indoor and outdoor products that dealers could buy directly from the warehouse. No waiting weeks for that overseas shipment. They want to make sure their customers can get their hands on the goods as soon as possible. Jackson Furniture Industries is on a winning streak. They moved up to a fresh new showroom that energized their sales team and customers. And despite the rumored softness in retail, they're keeping production facilities busy and gaining market share thanks to their stylish products. And last but not least, AICO is going all out to stand out in the market. They've been aggressive with their merchandising, offering fresh designs and great value. And it seems to be working because people are buying furniture like crazy, even in these challenging times. It's inspiring to see these companies refusing to back down in the face of adversity. They're shaking things up, trying new strategies and pushing boundaries. And I have a feeling it's only a matter of time before they see big results. So it seems like the furniture industry is expecting a challenging year in 2024. But despite that, January's Las Vegas market showcased a different vibe altogether. Upholstery and case goods companies took the opportunity to talk about the strategies they've implemented to overcome obstacles in the consumer's purchasing journey. And guess what? These strategies provide retailers with a wide range of options to choose from. One company that stood out was AICO. According to their president, David Kohler, in a challenging economy, retailers need attractive products on their floors. AICO is known for its innovation and exciting products, which can help dealers in such times. Their showroom featured a variety of design aesthetics, including warm metal finishes, black, white, and neutral fabrics infused with metallics and sheen. Kuka Home is another company adapting to the changing consumer era. Their focus is on creating compelling product stories, as well as pricing and scale options that cater to different consumer demographics. 
They have a management team dedicated to developing products for various types of retailers, from aspirational ones to traditional and e-commerce retailers. The goal is to be trendy and on target in each segment. Four Hands took into account the changing lifestyles of consumers. They recognize that every room serves multiple functions, so they aim to make their pieces as functional as possible without sacrificing style. An example of this is their DOS Media Lounger, a versatile chair designed for watching television, working on a laptop, and more. Other companies like Diamond Sofa, Furniture of America, Porter Designs, Moe's Home Collection, Violino, and FlexSteel also showcased their innovative products and strategies to meet consumer demands and drive sales. Each company had its unique story to tell, emphasizing the importance of understanding consumer preferences and delivering value. In a nutshell, despite the anticipated challenges, the furniture industry is proving its resilience and determination to adapt, evolve, and offer retailers and consumers exciting and functional products. The chief economist for the National Retail Federation, Jack Kleinhens, recently discussed the factors that will impact the economy in 2024. Kleinhens believes that consumer spending will continue to grow, although slightly less than overall GDP growth. He noted that while consumers were in decent shape heading into the holiday season, the labor markets may cool down, affecting consumer expectations and spending decisions. Kleinhens also mentioned the importance of interest rates, cautioning that keeping rates too high could slow down the economy, while lowering rates too soon could allow inflation to rise uncontrollably. He emphasized the need for the Federal Reserve to strike a delicate balance. In the monthly economic review, the NRF reported that the economy has been more resilient than expected, with no signs of a recession. The fourth quarter saw a 3.3% annual growth in gross domestic product, and the year closed with a 2.5% growth. Disposable personal income was up 6.9% year-over-year in December, while inflation measured by the Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index decreased from 5.5% to 2.6%, consumer sentiment reached its highest level in nearly three years. Shoppers appeared to be more positive about the economy, income, and employment. Kleinhens also acknowledged that increased productivity has helped mitigate inflation caused by supply issues. However, he cautioned that there is not enough evidence to determine if this trend will continue. The Federal Reserve has left interest rates unchanged for now, but they require evidence of easing inflation before considering rate cuts. Kleinhens concluded that although consumer spending growth is not necessarily sustainable in 2024, the current economic outlook is generally positive. Artificial intelligence is becoming increasingly important for businesses to understand and leverage. At the Furniture Marketing Group Symposium in Las Vegas, two AI experts emphasized the transformative power of AI in business success. Kareem Lakani from Harvard Business School stated that AI won't replace humans, but humans using AI will replace those who don't. This highlights the need for businesses to adopt and integrate AI technologies, According to Daniel Alvarado, CEO of White Shark Media, 35% of companies are already using AI with over 100 different applications. Alvarado explained that machines learn through trial and error, using the analogy of a small space too narrow for a car to pass through. While a human would recognize the limitation and find an alternative route, a machine would attempt to go through, fail, and then adjust its strategy on the next attempt. This ability to learn and adapt makes machines efficient problem solvers, 
businesses can benefit from using AI in various ways. Alvarado suggested incorporating AI into customer relationship management systems to improve customer profiles and anticipate their needs. He also highlighted the value of AI in marketing efforts, allowing for personalization and content transformation. Similarly, Sadish Natarajan, founder-CEO of Dispatch Track, emphasized the potential of AI in optimizing logistical operations for retailers, predicting routes, scheduling, and service quality. Both experts emphasize the importance of businesses being open to AI adoption. They encourage businesses to start with a single-use case, focusing on solving specific problems while acknowledging that there may be some trial and error involved. Successful use cases can then be shared with the team, fostering a culture of openness and innovation. In summary, AI is here to stay, offering numerous opportunities for businesses to enhance their operations, marketing, and customer experiences. By embracing AI and finding ways to integrate it into their processes, businesses can stay ahead in this rapidly evolving landscape. During the Furniture Marketing Group's 2024 Symposium in Las Vegas, keynote speakers Scott Stratton and Dr. Jackie Freiberg emphasized the significance of a business's brand and culture. According to Stratton, branding is simply what people think of you. We constantly make judgments about people, places, and things, and sometimes these judgments travel the furthest. To illustrate this point, Stratton shared the heartwarming story of the Ritz-Carlton on Amelia Island where employees went above and beyond to reunite a child's stuffed giraffe, Joshi, with its owners. This story highlighted how a brand perception can change through storytelling, with the involvement of the laundry worker and loss prevention agent being particularly noteworthy. Stratton emphasized that it is the people who make a brand, especially those on the front lines. Freiberg discussed the challenge of standing out in a surplus society where businesses are often similar employing similar people with similar ideas and products. She proposed three ways for businesses to differentiate themselves. Notice, engage, and ask. Freiberg cited the example of former Southwest Airlines CEO Herb Kelleher, who immersed himself in different roles within the company to better understand employee experiences and make improvements. By showing up for your people and engaging with them, you create a culture of care and teamwork that extends to customers and the community. Furthermore, Freiberg highlighted the importance of engaging all employees and asking for their ideas. Dead people working, those who are physically present but disengaged, can hinder a business. To overcome this, leaders should encourage participation and empower employees to bring their ideas to life. Freiberg emphasized that leadership is not about having all the answers, but about asking the right questions and actively seeking ways to improve. The key is to follow up on questions with solutions and to create a sense of ownership and involvement among employees. During the fourth quarter of 2023, the home market experienced a decline in sales, resulting in negative sales growth for eight consecutive quarters. According to Yipit data, out of the 30 home furnishings chains and furniture stores surveyed, only 12 were able to gain market share in Q4. Among the top performers were Home Goods, Wayfair, and Williams-Sonoma, which generated the healthiest gains. HomeSense U.S. led in terms of GMV growth, with a 19% increase. While Wayfair remained at the top of the market share rankings for home-focused retailers, Home Goods saw the biggest gain, increasing its market share by 1.9 percentage points compared to the previous year. 
Home Goods captured 14.5% of the market share, up from 12.6% in Q4 2022. Wayfair also experienced growth, increasing its share to 15.2% from 14.7% in the prior year period, representing a gain of 0.6 percentage points. Williams-Sonoma saw a similar increase, bumping its share up by 0.6 percentage points to reach 3.5% in Q4 2023. On the other end of the spectrum, Big Lots RH and Lazy Boy experienced declines in market share in Q4. Big Lots market share declined by 0.8 percentage points, while RH and Lazy Boy saw decreases of 0.8 and 0.7 percentage points, respectively. Overall, the 30 companies surveyed experienced a 4% decline in GMV growth during the quarter. However, three companies stood out with positive growth. HomeSense US, plus 19%, Williams-Sonoma, plus 14%, and Home Goods plus 10%. It's important to note that the Yipit data report does not include retail giants like Amazon, Walmart, or Target. Instead, it focuses on pure play home retailers. Amazon had a fantastic fourth quarter, thanks to a record-breaking holiday shopping season. Net sales for the quarter climbed by 14% to $170 billion dollars, compared to the same period in 2022. Even after adjusting for favorable foreign exchange rates, net sales still rose by 13% for the quarter, which matched the growth rate seen in North America sales. North America sales alone hit an impressive $105.5 billion. Net income for Q4 reached $10.6 billion. Operating income also soared to $13.2 billion, a substantial increase from the previous year's Q4 figure of $2.7 billion. Andy Jassy, the CEO of Amazon, expressed his excitement about the company's performance during the earnings call. He attributed the success to the company's unwavering focus on selection, price, and convenience. Jassy also highlighted several key achievements, including the regionalization of the U.S. fulfillment network, the development of new AI capabilities, and improvements in advertising services. Looking ahead to 2024, Jassy expressed confidence in Amazon's continued growth. The company's guidance for the first quarter of 2024 anticipates net sales between $138 billion and $143.5 billion, which would represent a growth rate of 8% to 13% over Q1 2023. Operating income is expected to range from $8 billion to $12 billion, compared to $4.8 billion in Q1 2023. In addition to its impressive financial performance, Amazon achieved notable milestones throughout the year. These included the introduction of Rufus, a generative AI-powered conversational shopping experience, and the launch of Sequoia, a robotic inventory system that significantly reduced order processing time. Stay tuned to Furniture Industry News from FurniturePodcast.com to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry. And make sure to subscribe for future episodes.